0: Dreams do come true. Shout out to the GOAT! If you don't know how this happened, this beautiful, beautiful thing happened. There'll be a link in the description below. And if you're just listening, you're extremely confused. So really check out the link in the description below. Thank you to everyone that made that such a great birthday for myself and just helped out whether it be filming, carrying the signs, or just helping me get to this moment. Thank you so much, it meant the world to me. Now, just some news. Looks like Remedy and JT are gonna be out for a while. Remedy's probably another week. Uh, He has COVID-19, so we'll see how that is. And then JT has a concussion. So, I believe it's a three game minimum. This will be his first official game, I believe, under it. So, I think he'll miss LAFC, and then the game after that as well. We might play a midday week somewhere in between there. But, yeah, JT's gonna be out for a while. Good and bad. I mean, bad. You never want to see someone go down with a concussion or an injury in general. But good as far as Super Matt, Matt Persano gets some playing time. I think Matt has has well earned his time. Uh, I I don't think JT necessarily deserved to be dropped, but I don't think Matt deserved to not be playing either. So that's why it was a tricky situation. I think Matt's been great in his few moments we've got to see him play. And then the big thing is we've signed two new defenders and uh there's questions about it later so i'll answer those during the fan questions but two new uh two new guys carlos i'm gonna mispronounce these Acapo, and uh just rodriguez i guess we really like those south american guys with one name worked out with nothing we'll see how it works out with rodriguez quakes two games are fun too that's my other bit of news quakes two games are fun i went to my first one shout out to everyone that was there and hung out it's a great time you get three free ones if you're a season ticket holder. I believe there's four home games left. Might as well use them if you haven't. They're ten bucks. Free parking if it's a Friday night. Go out with some friends, watch the game, go grab dinner afterwards. That's what I did. Had a great time. But if you want to know more about game-specific highlights for this game, you can check out the aftershock on this channel at aftershocks san jose on YouTube or on Instagram at aftershock sj. But let's move on to the negatives. Man, set pieces. uh, We need to change how we're defending them. It's kind of like a zonal marking system for a few on the six, and then it's a little bit of man marking. But what happens is every time they start to crash into the six, the man marker leaves it to the guy who's zonal marking, and the zonal guy is assuming the man marking get it. And then sometimes they both half go for it, but so many times I've seen us concede the very similar ways on set pieces. So I think we need to change something up on how we're defending those, my personal opinion. Maybe it's just lacks of physical defense from everyone, who knows, but in my opinion, we just need to change how we're lining that up. Uh, again, I think maybe more man-marking, maybe talk to the goalkeeper, see what they like, just try out different things, maybe against Quakes, too, or the reserves, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, midfielders got to get their marks. I don't know how many times I've seen late runners come into the box, and then we left Jerusi wide open in the box. The MVP leader, probably the MVP of the league. It's hard not to give it to him. Austin had a crazy season. He's been their front man all year, so it's hard not to say he's the MVP, and then to leave him wide open. I know you can't track him for 90 minutes perfectly. It's going to happen, but you've really got to be cautious of that, especially if you're a center mid. I believe it was Jackson Eagle that left him. Maybe it was a big run. Jackson was 40 yards off. Maybe, who knows? I didn't see the whole play un- uh, unreal from that perspective, but there's no way you can be leaving him or anyone, but especially him open in the box like that to concede a goal. It's just, it's silly. I wasn't a big fan of the subs this game, at least as far as they came, as far as when they came. I think Tommy need to be subbed out in like the 60th minute. Um, I think he was just, he looked gassed. He played the full 95 on Wednesday. Hasn't been playing as many games this year, and then he put him into that hot weather and asked him to play another 90-something in uh, three days rest, I think it is, maybe two and a half. <laughs> so that's kind of ridiculous to ask, though. I would have maybe liked to see something there. I think Jackson wasn't having the best game of his life. Maybe could have seen something there as well. And I feel like we needed something a little earlier on. We were down in the game, so we could have really used a sub a little bit earlier. It's cool to see Skane come on and hashtag justice for Jack. It's Skane, not Skine, Skahan or whatever. Jack Skane. Cool to see that he's willing to go to right back and try out all these different four, uh, positions for us. And I thought he did okay in his time, but yeah, would've liked to see some more subs in an earlier time from Cavelo. And then yeah, uh, snooze fest. Second half was snooze fest all around. Just the chances weren't as great. There weren't as many. Hard to watch the second half, especially based off how great the first half was. But let's move on to the positives. Superman! He played well. He played great. Thought he had some big saves. Five minutes in, we see the great, great save. I think it was... 43 minutes in i could be getting the time wrong they got a shot from maybe 10 yards five yards from the top of the box and not only does he save it he caught it and like convincingly matt's positioning is really great and then his distribution is something i'm a really big fan of again this isn't anything towards jt i thought jt is great i've been defending him all year i'm just giving matt his props now when he's playing i think it just was really really good and i matt's making a case to start when jt comes back healthy i think Not, again, not to say anyone is bad or good or this or... Oh, I am saying they're good. Not to say they're bad or one's better than the other. I'm just saying this has been some positives I've seen from him. So great to see Matt shining in his time. Unfortunate, though, that in his second game, he's now conceded three goals. But it is the life of a Quakes keeper, I feel like. Espinosa's best game of the season for me. I When he was on the ball, I just had that sense, that feeling of, oh, this guy's unstoppable. Something productive's gonna come here. And this is the Espinosa of old. And every game, I've been saying he's getting better, and I've been apologizing, because I was hard on him early in the season. I felt he should have been dropped, based off his performances. And he stepped up, and I'm gonna apologize again. Best game of the season. I thought he was the best player on the pitch today. It was really, really great from Espinoza and the ball at the end. Oh my God, Kevin De Bruyne, or levels just whipped in with pace perfectly placed from far. Curler in, too far for the keeper, close enough just to be perfect for Jabo, so he didn't have to move. Running down the wing, going direct, going wide, taking players on, everything I want to see from him, everything I know he can do. If I got this from Espinoza every game, whew, it'd be hard to stop him pretty much impossible. Again, Montero was getting some slack, especially from the commentators. I liked what I saw from him. It wasn't as much. Obviously, they were marking him a little bit heavier, but his play through the middle was beautiful. Every time he got the ball, it looked like he was trying to play through the middle. He was slicing. He had two through balls that were incredible about Espinosa. Just breaking lines, willing to play in between defenders, willing to take that dangerous chance, risking it, willing to try and buy the ticket so he can get the show, right? Really trying to just take the chances and not playing too cautionary and just it was great. It was absolutely great to see Montero. I love having him on the team. Just another great performance from him, in my opinion. Now, you didn't see as much from him, but in his moments, it was great. Tommy and Paul looked great early on, I feel, as far as the overlapping runs. Tommy got more tired quickly, but especially Paul Marie more consistently. The overlapping runs were great, allowed Benji and Espinosa to tuck in a little bit more, create width, Create number disadvantages, create space. They were moving off the ball, not just forward, so I was able to pick apart their defense a little bit more, and I feel like that just kind of led to some of the goal positionings and goal shots, or shots on goal that we got. So that was really great to see from the fullbacks, especially when we have some new ones coming in. Now this is gonna sound like a negative, but this is actually a positive in my opinion. j could have 20 goals this season. He's missed a lot of, I don't wanna say easy chances, but he's missed a lot of close chances that we th- I thought he would just bury this is great for me because he's getting into positions he's getting chances and he still is one of the league leaders in goals so showing that he still has room for improvement and knowing his work ethic that's really great and sh- seeing that he's consistently getting chances and opportunities for us is great which is something we've been struggling with in the past now yes obviously the negatives are that you're not going to make every shot you take you're going to miss some obviously and the keepers are going to save some but he could have a bit more goals but also on the contrary i bet there's a few that he had that's like oh i'm Kind of lucky i got there that was really hard to get so it all balances out but Jabo, man again on fire the, the guy gets goals and we are h- glad to have him i mean yeah like again 3-3 is a big score line but we were unlucky can, can see the one where youson makes the slide and then it barely saves in and then juicy is able to tap it in that's just good form from him and then again i guess we were lucky to get the first goal so you can't really look at it like that it's another 2-2 in my mind and then just poor marking on one of our or both of our goals that we can see it from there paul marie hits a banger jbo has a great goal otherwise so it was overall a good game in that regards against a good team this is why mls is a rock paper scissors game it's not a, as always who's in form who's not in form who's better who's not better we just match up well against austin it's a it's a draw when they were bad and we were okay they still would tie games against us when they're one of the best teams in the league and it looks like in my opinion they might go all the way this year we still tie them. So, you know, it, that was great to see, at least as I consistently do that. It was, again, first half of great a lot of fun. And then Paul Marie Monami, My man, Who I thought he had a little more Tony Parker in him, but my man had the Stephen Curry range. Absolute banger, goal of the year contender, without a doubt. That was absolutely awesome to see, especially as he's coming back from his yellow card suspension. Way to come back with a bang, literally. Shot that pretty much from San Jose. Absolutely crazy goal. Great to bring some life into the San Jose, uh, fan support section. Now for the unsung moment of the game. For me, this has to go to Miro, uh, the two through balls he played for Espinoza. I don't have the exact times, but playing direct, playing these balls to the guy with the hot hand, trying to get him going early, and just, again, playing through the middle and willing to take those chances. They were risky passes, some of them, and some of them were just obvious passes, but we don't play through the middle. So for me, it goes to Miro's through balls in the center. And now for the unsung hero of the match. For me, this goes to Christian Espinoza. Like I just said, he had the best game of his the season so far, in my opinion absolutely unreal dominant when he got the ball it looked like it wasn't gonna get taken off him and it always looked like something crazy was gonna happen so for me christian espinoza had the best game this season as the unsung hero of the match especially because we gave it to paul marie because he scored the one banger and he got the assist comes down to more than just stats now let's do some fan questions the first one comes from it's a football life for me asking hope for playoffs can we say marie's goal was for the history books uh i mean you can hope for playoffs uh that's what i'll say about that you can really hope you can really hope. Again, I, I, I've said the last couple of episodes, I think, uh, we just got to take this as a building year, which sucks. I think just really use it as a positives and really look what we got for us. I think look at John Wolf, Josh, Josh Wolf, sorry. The Austin coach first year in the league struggled. They talk about, is he good? Is he not second year in the league? He look what he's doing now. He got a lot of money to support him. And that's a whole nother conversation for us. But we obviously ha- we're scoring a lot of goals, so obviously that's not the problem. We're conceding a lot. We just need a bit of a system. Find a coach, give him a year or two, then we start doing well. I think we got the players for it. So that's how I see the hope for playoffs. And then Paul Marie's goal, yeah, that whew, we're gonna be playing that for a while. We are going to be playing that for a while unless somehow Paul Marie falls out of the club, which I don't see why. He seems like a lovely dude. Uh, every time I've talked to him, he's so nice. Um, and thanks to him for offering to sing happy birthday to me on video for my birthday um but yeah i think that was absolutely one for the history books and we're gonna every time we play austin it's gonna be like last time we played austin five years ago when we played austin blah 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 on the little NBCSN thing or i guess apple tv now that they have the deal but michael b pastor then asked with all the with the two new signings should anyone be worried about losing the position he has a little goat emoji in there yeah tommy tommy should be maybe paul marie and uh, maybe tanner beason even uh, I think Agron got a little bit taste of the field and now he's really not gonna see it for a second or two. But with that also being said, it looked like we all kind of wanted some MLS players. I, I know we were talking about that with the coach, but we've seen how these foreign signings have gone. It's really been 50-50. It's either they're great, Nathan Chofis, and some of the other ones, and then sometimes you get a Carlos Fierro and a Rios, right? So we'll have to see how this one goes. I'm excited. Good to see how it is. Add some depth. Add some competition. Don't just slot them in because they're new. Don't just slot them in because you like them. Really see who's the best. So that would be good to see. But yeah, I'm a, pretty much everyone but Nothing, I'd say, is at, uh, at risk right now. I have a last guest that asks, Did you know the Quakes games average 3.6 goals per game the most in the MLS? Or at least we're entertaining. Yeah, I mean... We're the agent of chaos in the league, I like to feel like. Even though we haven't won that many games and we've drawn a lot, it's you never know what's gonna happen when you play San Jose. You never know if you're just gonna score seven or if it's gonna be seven goals each. So yeah, at least from a neutral standpoint, I feel like we're a fun team to play against every time. And then finally, our, Ivan Lara asked, how's on the incoming defenders? Will we notice a difference this season? Uh, I think there's 11 games left. Five home, uh, six away. I don't know when they'll be integrated. I think one of them's coming off like a kind of serious injury. I don't know if we're gonna notice a crazy difference. I think that kind of when you're new to a club or there's new people around, you get a little bit of a boost in the squad. So we might see that for a second or two, but I don't think anything revolutionary might happen. Um, Again, I haven't seen these guys. Maybe they are the answer. I I trust Chris Leach and his signings to go back against my other point. I haven't really seen a Chris Leach signing where I've been like, oh, God. (laughs) Like, all of them have provided. Even Calvo. I liked him when he was here. I know a lot of people hated on him. I think that was just a hype train to hate on him. And then we got good money for him. So I'm curious to see how it goes, too.